BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes, welcome to the program, episode 2806, I want to say. Is that accurate? Did I get anywhere near yeah, the number? nailed it. I got it. I'm a winner today. Winner, winner right in this area here. Let's have dinner. Uh, now, listen, here's the deal. We're on, we're, we're on vacation this week. That's the premise. We are on vacation, but we uh, still wanted to put out a few, uh, some episodes. So this will be a little shorter episode. Uh, kind of a gang adjacent episode. We got Paul Gilmartin joining us in a little bit. Uh, so it'll be a little bit shorter. The premise is uh, we have not taken a, uh, any time off in a year. We usually take a vacation in July or whatever, but we did not because of the pandemic. And we said, let's just keep rolling through it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, there's times where people need to recharge the batteries. So that's what we're uh, what we're doing here. I, of course, will be sitting around doing nothing bored out of my goddamn skull, uh, wishing that we were doing live shows. Uh, and uh, uh, while the other guys who do more of the technical side of it uh, will uh, take the welcome relief. Uh, Garen will uh, be doing less than he usually does. So um, everybody's got a plan is my point. That's interesting because I thought the purpose of this was uh, to clear your mind of how sick you are of our bullshit. <laughs> uh, well, listen, that is always on the table. That is always. It's a give and take. Uh, it's like you, you're, you, you, you will be bored and have nothing to do. And yet you won't have to put up with our bullshit for one week. So that's nice. It'll be. Well, listen, there's no question that we're probably going to have to interact at some point or. We're going to get some sort of uh, uh, last minute email saying, please, uh, we need these ads by 
you know, oh, three yeah. o'clock, and right, you, uh, right. you're going to be uh, you, you'll be in some sort of a log cabin recording. <laughs> whatever you're doing. I don't know what weird tenting you're going to do. Just um, not none of that. Uh, <laughs> not, none of that. Just, again, just just getting away from you three assholes for a week is all is all we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, what I will be doing is prepping. I have two uh, at the end of this week that we're the week that this episode will air. I have two fantasy baseball drafts, mm-hmm. and uh, so I will be prepping for those two. Uh, on the other side of it, uh, we're coming off of the Never Not Funny draft. It happened uh, a few days ago, based on this episode uh-huh. getting released. Uh, so that is. Um, uh, fun. I'm in another league, by the way. That one that I I mentioned, I joined it uh, when I uh, started at Conan. Mm-hmm. It was a Conan in a league. Called, it's called the Hiatus League. It's a, a group of guys that started it during when they were. They all worked together at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and during a hiatus, they decided to start a fantasy baseball league. And then, as time, as all fantasy baseball leagues, people leave and come in, and so on and so forth. So they had an opening, I think, in 2010 or 11. Uh, J.P. Buck, uh, who is the talent uh, booker uh, over there at uh, uh, Conan, asked me if I'd be interested. I joined. Uh, it's a head-to-head league, which I don't care for. I think it's uh, that's the amateur way to play fantasy baseball. Um, and my goal was to always, uh, I, I always was, as soon as I win, I'm out. I, I just want to prove to these motherfuckers <laughs> that I could beat them, and then I will leave. So last year, it was only a 60-game thing, and we went to, instead of head-to-head, we went to the standard roto. I'm not going to bore everybody with that means, but we went to the standard real way, the way that men play fantasy baseball. <laughs> and who won? I did. I crushed everybody. I crushed everybody. Oh, wow. I mean, and, and by the way, I didn't win. I crushed, like in a way <laughs> okay. that's bananas how well, how, how much I destroyed. Um some could argue that uh, some guys didn't uh, weren't all that interested because it was a COVID season and some guys didn't really participate. Maybe that's possible. Uh, but anyway, I won. And then I was like, well, I can't just do what I wanted to do and say, F you, I'm leaving because uh, I got to defend my title. I at least have to do that. Uh, and the whole reason I bring this up is poor J.P. Buck is trying to coordinate 12 people to get together for not a full draft online, which my other by the way, the other three leagues I'm in. We do an online draft that one, two of them take 10 hours and one of them will take about five hours. And somehow, miraculously, those 12 dudes uh, are able to find the time to figure out when to do that. J.P. Buck, apparently these guys are the busiest fucking human beings on the planet. Uh, and he's given, hey, in the next two weeks, what are your veils? And he put, he put together a nice grid, a nice chart. And he's keeping everybody. OK, uh, on a particular date, uh, looking good, not looking good. After four o'clock, possible. Before three, possible. Like he's doing all this stuff because everybody is throwing him unnecessary curveballs. And one, I don't even know that. I don't even know who this guy is. So I, I don't. If he listens to the show, I don't know. And if he does, he's going to hear this. One dickhead uh, on a day that looks like it is possible to be available. He goes, "I'm open, but I'd rather be watching golf." Then get the fuck out of the league. <laughs> Kick rocks, you prick. And how long it, does this league need? Oh. And to your point, Matt, this league is only going to draft the first five rounds via Zoom two hours. Okay. You need two hours. That's all you need. And poor, again, poor J.P. Buck put this out a week ago, and it's now seven days later, and one team hasn't even answered him yet. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Answer this guy. Get on, give this guy a fucking break. It's so... And I know what it's like. I know what it's like to book this show and people emailing or not emailing back. I know what it's like to coordinate those two of the fantasy leagues. It's tough. If I were you, Jimmy, I think this is the perfect opportunity because it sounds like it's on the brink anyway. You need to jump in and say, hey, guys, is this league over? Is this just done? It seems like people (laughs) don't have time for it anymore. And then that way you go out on top. 
Oh, I go, you know what? I'm a winner. And I, and I keep the, uh, and you, you don't, know, I get a little, you don't have to quit either. Cause you're like, I'm willing to do it. It just seems like a lot of you aren't uh, able to do it anymore. Let's just wrap it up. This is it. I'll be, I'll keep the crown and I'll see you guys later. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I will, uh, uh text to the JP. I, I, I thought about texting that in such a way. Uh, like like jp is it possible this thing's done like are these guys yeah, sounds like out right. and uh but then there's other people that like me there's a couple guys that respond right away that uh mm-hmm. it's just again I, I i say this as a guy that has to coordinate things i feel so badly for jp because jp buck has a job mm-hmm. and a baby and he's got things to do be a fucking good person and respond to this guy's emails that's it mm-hmm. have so respect yeah it's about goddamn respect, gentlemen. I'm sorry. All I can do is apologize. I just really wanted to watch golf that day. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't. Maybe is that the Masters? I don't even think it's the Masters. I don't. I don't know what golf is so important. You're the golf guy. I mean, if, if you don't, if you don't know what it is, then it's obviously not that big. That's, the Masters are in April, so it can't even be the Masters. So, like. And if you're so out, of, if you're so disinterested in the draft of your fantasy baseball league that you'd rather watch golf, then scram! You're done. Yeah, beat it, beat it. Michael Jackson, this mother. By the way, Matt Belknap, how infuriating is it when you're watching uh, '80s videos on uh, on Pluto and a Michael Jackson video pops up? I can't get to that thing quick enough. You know what happened yesterday? As I talk about without taking a breath, uh, I'm watching '80s and Beat It shows up, and I go, you know what? Fuck this. Pop over to 70s, Jackson 5 video. God damn it. <laughs> I've actually, I don't think I've encountered a Michael Jackson. I've seen a lot of Janet Jackson videos for some reason. Mm. I saw Black <clears throat> Cat the other night. Is that on 90s? Yeah. Black yeah. Cat Black, Black Cat is 90s, but, um, and, and, and also that's the way love goes. Yeah, so maybe that's why I'm seeing her. I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen any of her 80s videos now that I think about it. It's all the... She's big on 90s. She's she's all over 90s. Fun thing about uh, That's the Way Love Goes. I don't know if you guys remember that the, the lead-off single from the album Janet, which is You mean the smash. the uh, the post-orgy uh, lounge around video? Yeah, just a bunch of people hanging out very sexily like it just it, it, either they just fucked or they're about to fuck but they're in no hurry to get to it. I don't it's very <laughs> strange. But uh, confident. I think we probably knew this at some point in time, but I had forgotten it. Uh, if you see if you watch that video a very young, not yet famous Jennifer Lopez in the crew. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I yeah. think that's new information for James Ronald Pardo Jr. She was, I think, she was a backup dancer for Janet at the time. And I that, believe it. It's all the all the people in there is just like her band and her. Or maybe there's some models thrown in there too, but it's a lot of her backup singers and dancers and and band in the in the crew. Uh, by the way, speaking of Jennifer Lopez, Oliver's new running joke is whenever we put the fire stick on, that's our streaming service of choice. Yeah. And uh, there's a commercial or an ad that will pop up uh, that some, I, I don't know if it's Discovery, I don't know what channel it is, but uh, uh, tune in for a live Q&A with J-Lo. And so every time that ad pops up, Oliver's like, we're going to watch that today, Dad? Is that the, <laughs> is it, is today the day we watch that? Like, I, I'm ruining his own joke by mangling the, the delivery, but it's uh, it's funny every time. Yeah. Well, because so. we're because because we're not going to watch that. That's the that's the premise. I'm just the the frustrating thing is if you watched it, the ad would not go away. Because if it yeah. did, you might be inclined to just put it on just to make yeah. it go away. But you know, it's not going to. It's just going to stay. Yeah. There. And by the way, ad's the wrong word. It's you know, it's one of those things where they tell you what shows are available. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, it's not going to go away. Um, I, I've been thinking about this a little recently, which is that we have the technology for advertisers to actually know who we are. We know they're anonymously tracking 
what we want and don't want. Why don't we just make that deal open and say, hey, what would you like advertisements of? Here's here. Give me a list of things you'd like to see me. Well, Elliot, that's what we do here at Never Not Funny LLC. We put out a survey. We want to know what you are interested in so that you hear commercials that interest you. And sometimes I feel like you see that question pop up uh, on YouTube or on just on the Internet at large. Somehow uh, they, they want to get to know you. And it doesn't but seem it's to not pan specific out. to you. Right. It, like, and I it, should have a list and they should say, we want to advertise the following things. Which of these things would you like to hear about? But here's the I thing. should be able to click and say, yes, please this. As, but don't, as a guy, yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, I'm on both sides of it in some ways. But uh, I do think that you often see an ad for something you didn't know existed that you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm interested in that. But you would never you wouldn't have signed up for it. Uh, by the way, I will, to that point, Matt Belknap, uh, and I'm hoping that they become a sponsor one day. I, 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 I bought a thing called the Roto Reliever, the Roto rota, Rotator Reliever. Oh. And it's a device to strengthen your rotator cuff, uh, the, the muscle uh, around your rotator cuff. Hmm. And um, that ad popped up because I was doing more, uh, you know, stuff, research about my arm. That ad popped up. Hang on, I got incoming. Hang on, I'm is in that, Vietnam. Is that you? Oh, yeah, I didn't know who that was. Hang on, guys, I got incoming. Duck, right Jimmy Duck. Oh my, oh my God, it is, it is a military helicopter. So my Vietnam joke uh, works. <laughs> you're, you're, um, you're living that right, meme. It's, go, it's going out over two, the ocean. Two rotor or one rotor? Uh, rotate-to reliever. Rotate-to reliever. <laughs> I think he was talking about the, the helicopter. helicopter. Oh, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know anything about uh, Anyway, that ad popped up. Mm-hmm. I did further research. I purchased it. And it thing, this thing's a miracle worker. It is. Oh. I'm not kidding. It is a miracle worker cool. for my arm. Nice. And uh, and uh, and I wrote them so the gentleman there recognized my name and um, and so there's a chance they, they could be advertising but, nice. but but I'm bringing it up now in case that never happens in that I never I saw that ad because it popped up because it did find my interests and I did not know about it and had I not uh, had it not I would still be in pain wondering why the fuck I when am I going to get surgery so well but that but that one that one. It, it came up because you were looking at stuff, so it was kind of related to you. But if you had been given a thing saying, would you like to, you know, here's a group of things or type in a thing of the type of stuff you'd like to be advertised to, you might have come up with it. What I'm talking about, though, is oh, no, I, I, I get, I understand I get McDonald's about. ads in Croatian for some reason. I have well, no idea why that's Because you Googled happening. something. You Google Croatian Mac. <laughs> but I should be able to say, hey, eh, I don't speak Croatian. Not for me. And I'm not yeah, trying but, to learn but, it. But won't that drop off eventually? Like, you know, I, I'll look Hasn't at something, yet. too. I'll look at artificial grass. And then yeah. for a week and a half, I get nothing but artificial grass ads. And then it disappears. And then it's back to this vinyl. So it's back to whatever it is. So, right? Doesn't it kind of do that for you, Elliot, where you don't Yeah, but if, if it had a list of the things, it's like, we, you've been looking at these things. We're going to send you ads for this. And I could go, actually, no, I don't want any ads for that because I just looked at it once. And you can save your time and, and get better ads to me for things that I, that I am interested I in. I mean, somebody makes less money when you do that. So that's the answer. <laughs> if you're looking for an answer as to why that's not available. Well, no, no, no. Because... Because the on YouTube especially, whatever ad runs, the person gets paid. I know the but, the, but the if, person uh, uh, selling the ad, uh, posting the ad doesn't want to show me an ad that I'm not going to buy their thing that I know already I don't want to buy it. But it's but it, on some level th- there are advertisers that are that granular, and then there's advertisers who just want the numbers. They're just they're, you're just a number to them, and somebody's selling something and you're what they're selling and mm. if you take yourself out of the pool then uh you know it's one less person they can they can sell one less need to worry about let me ask you a question 
Um, you guys uh, probably know this more than I would. Um, I'm watching YouTube, example, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, and uh, it, it starts with a uh, commercial that says you can skip this after five seconds. Mm-hmm. I of course do that every single time, as yeah. I assume mm-hmm. everybody does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- let's pretend that ad is for uh, RC Cola. Does mm-hmm. RC Cola still get money for that ad running, even though it was only four and a half well, seconds? It would be the other way around. RC Cola is paying for it. Right. I, right. Okay. So we, we, that, yeah. uh, there we go. So if I'm watching a, uh, a game show and the right. person uploaded that, does that, that you're right. Does that person still get the money, even though if somebody bails on it after five seconds? I, I've done the research and you have to watch at least 30 seconds of a commercial for the YouTuber to get the benefit of the advertisement. Wow. But I bet YouTube gets a little bit of money. Probably not as yep. much, but they'll they'll get something for the five seconds and then they'll get more for the full. I see. Yeah. And, then right. it does. and now for an unskippable one, I don't think the length matters. So, so if I'm watching something ones. on my friend John Ritchie Jr.'s, uh, if I'm watching a game show there, it would benefit him if I would just deal just with the commercial for 30 seconds. If he's monetizing, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. I guess what I'm saying is if you're watching Jimmy's records and tapes, should they be watching those commercials? Is, <laughs> I, but I'm so I used to skipping. I can't, if they even, do that? I, I can't even I remember to not skip on, on our own videos. I still skip because I'm just, it's like instinct. Yeah. Um, and I, I make them skippable. I could make them non-skippable, but I choose to make them skippable oh, for the benefit of the of the viewer. You got it. You got to give them that option because if you don't, it's it's infuriating. Yeah. The one thing I can't do though, YouTube has changed the thing, and now every video that you upload requires a post roll video, mm. a post roll ad. But I don't think that that interferes with the content. I think I think it just comes up if you leave it going. So right. I guess it's no harm, no foul. But I don't like those to be there. What I don't like is this new thing where it's like there's a five second unskippable and then there's another then there's a 30 second where that you can only skip after five. So it's like you're used right. to you're used to hovering over the button and you're right. like, here we go. And then it's like, nope, that's just the first <laughs> of two. Uh, and now I know we are a show that pro- people probably heard two pre-rolls before this podcast started. So right. maybe I'm a hypocrite. But but uh, again, we do it entertainingly. <laughs> hopefully. Some of them are programmatic, so maybe there's it's just a. Those are also entertaining, if not informative and educational. <laughs> Hopefully, they're short, if nothing else. Uh, I stand by what I've said many times on this program over the years. If uh, YouTube, uh, if it was just across the board, a five to ten second opening commercial ad uh, that you couldn't skip, I'd be okay with it. If it just was a quick little splash right. and done. Great. It's it's when they're 30 seconds and I can't forward uh, right. that is infuriating. Mm-hmm. And I've told you about the ones that, that I've accidentally come across and I've seen other people talk about where it's an entire episode of something and you can't skip. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or somebody somebody posted a thing. It was like six hours or eight hours of an unskippable piece of content before something. And I don't know how you end up watching something what? that has that. I've never encountered that, but I've encountered the 30 minute ones. That's Does it concern you guys that Garen's suspiciously quiet <laughs> through this whole conversation? Is he, I, I'm, are you, are you spying for Facebook? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's because I'm waiting for the moment where I can actually ask you about this rotator reliever thing, <laughs> but I, I don't, you guys are saying everything I would. It, I, there's, I don't have anything to contribute because you, you're saying exactly what I would say. This exact same situation. I so, skip what I think to skip. Otherwise, I let it go. So, so therefore, proving what the people are saying on the internet, we could let you go and it wouldn't affect this show. <laughs> when you, you're you discussing get, YouTube ads, probably okay. yes. But any other aspect, you've just written your own pink slip. Yeah, it sounds, like, it sounds like Garen is skippable. Maybe we should just click on his face and you see if he goes away. Um, I don't, Well, uh, that's very specific, and I'm on board for it. 
Nobody saw that. It works that way. What are you doing? Stop with the fucking charades. (laughs) I was trying to skip Karen. But you understand, once again, it's distracting. The listener and the viewer hate it. They hate hate when you're doing a fucking thing in your square. (laughs) I have an idea for for Elliot. He's a video guy. He's Mm -hmm. he's learned his way around the, the publishing on YouTube. Maybe you should start a uh, your own mime channel. <laughs> just not a bad idea. Just person on TV get doing all, things. Get it all out. Just get all your your silent film comedy out of your system before you come here. Uh, we can't get back in the studio long enough, so I can get, get or soon enough, so I can get you behind that fucking panel again, so I don't have to see that bullshit. Here's a, yeah, I'm sure it's been happening. He's for 10 still years. doing it. We just don't have to see it. Right. That's the difference. I'm actually shocked he hasn't put some kind of a facade up that looks like that already. Oh, did he do I that? Though? Did, I did that at one point. Yeah. yeah. Early, early, early on, I had that, and then I was, I was told, uh, "All right, fine, don't do that." <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's go. Do you still have that available? Let's maybe go back to that. I, I like the idea of that. Now that uh, uh, have you go back to being Wilson from Home Improvement. Uh, we just, I just see your eyebrows uh, back to the old days. Where oh, Elliot has something to say. His eyebrows just made a move. He just grouchoed. That's going to be a. That, the, that, I know. Future. We've talked about that show recently, and and how I, I never watched it. Uh, I saw moments of it, and honestly, if even if the rest of the show was brilliant, that's a deal breaker for me. It's so frustrating when they're kind of showing someone but not fully showing them. It's like just show them or don't show them. No, that's the fun. That's the running joke, Matt. No, you I don't. You it. never see the guy. You it. never see him. Well, no, that that's fun when it's uh, you know George Wentz's wife on Cheers or whatever. What was her name? Oh, I don't think it's fun at all. By the way, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> no, but I, but like I accept it as a as a trope when it's an off screen person and the joke is mm-hmm. you never see them; they're just referred to. But when you're like half the like the, the times that I flip to it, it just looked like a mistake almost. It was just like, man, mm-hmm. move the fucking camera! I can't see this guy's full well, face because you could see like half of it. Yeah, that's the premise. It's like a kill Hate it. Hate it. It's also because he never sees him either. Like Tim yeah. never sees right. Wilson either, so he's always trying to see him. Oh, really? Which I always oh. thought was funny. Like he's so, never se- apparently never seen uh, so, me either. So it became a thing where he was yeah. he was us. He he was yes. he was yeah. living our nightmare of not being able to get the satisfaction. Well, the only yeah, difference he'd is always... he's walking in with millions of dollars. <laughs> That's true. How about knock on his front door? <laughs> you know? I think they may have done that once and he and he had like a little peephole that he slid halfway down or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. They did try to keep the joke going. Yeah, he would show up at the tool shop uh, at the hardware store sometimes and he'd be behind a uh, you know Oh, man. Rack of shelves. Imagine something. how much yeah. they would have loved this pandemic was they could have put all the Oh, kinds of Wilson masks. could have been out and about. Yeah, finally he can roam freely. Uh all right, listen, let's uh by the way, you brought up George Went. We watched a Columbo last night uh, from the 90s. Uh, they're the only ones that we have left. We have like three of the 90s Columbos left, which are not anywhere near as good as the one from the 70s. I mean, just not not even close. The, the writers didn't understand the premise of the program. Um, but uh, George Went was the uh, was the killer. Uh, that's not a giveaway. It's the premise of the thing. You know who the killer is immediately. Um, and uh, true to George Went form, awful, <laughs> awful, boring, bland. You know, it, it literally can't go to can't go toe to toe with Peter Falk, like just too. One guy, a brilliant actor, and the other guy getting by on one role, uh, and great, lucky that he ever got it. Just he, he was he was perfectly cast though on Cheers. Like that, that's the the secret is that they saw him. They uh, they they read his energy correctly and said this is the this is what we yep. want for this, and it worked brilliantly. 
and the you know show the great there was such great writing on cheers that it's like almost you know impossible to fuck it up and yeah. uh but yeah <laughs> i don't know I, I i'll take your word for it because i don't know if i've seen enough to say for sure that he's just a bad actor but i will say you can't see him as anything else regardless of whether he's good or not you can't look at him and not think of norm yeah, he's uh, certainly uh, pigeonholed into that role. But uh, you remember, uh, maybe you didn't watch it, Matt, with your kids. I think it was Santa Paws or whatever it was called, where he plays Santa Claus. And uh, mm. I think my, the guy at my local mall could have done a better job. Like, mm. he is just, he just isn't a good actor. But <laughs> yeah, he delivers, right as Danielle pointed out on Cheers, he, de- he delivers, a, he knows how to deliver a one-liner. And he's, mm-hmm. and he's great at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he, um, I just, I thought of something that ties back into what we were talking about before. I did see him recently in another role, which was abusive father in the black or white video. <laughs> oh, is that oh, true? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, it, at the beginning, there's a little, uh, by the way, I, I told Tony Thaxon this, I, I'm, I'm about maybe two weeks away from going back to school and writing a dissertation on the, just the intro, like vi- music videos that have non-musical intro scenes. It's like a fascinating thing that is almost never done well they're almost always terrible just the acting's bad everything about them are is bad but it's 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 so crazy to watch ones that you forgot existed or ones that they never showed because it was just like they just went right to the song part but in in black or white which i think the full version is like 15 minutes long of of the full video but that part of it is macaulay culkin rocking out in his room listening to some rock and roll music as uh, kids are wont to do and uh, his dad's downstairs trying to watch the sports game and uh, comes up and says, turn that down. And uh, you just get a window into, you know, the abuse that Michael Jackson must have suffered to constantly be working that plot line into everything that he made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he's uh, I mean, he's convincing as an asshole. I, I bought it. <laughs> I was I was on board. Well, uh, I tell you where he was not convincing as an asshole was on Columbo last night. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got to be an asshole when you're the bad guy in Columbo. That's the premise. You kind of got to be a. Uh, and he's just soft. He's just soft and weak. He's an actor. Another thing about those videos, uh, maybe we could play this with Paul actually, but uh, weird cameos. Who do you remember? Who was in the round and round video? Uh, Rats round and round. What, no. What celebrity no. cameo? Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Tevin Campbell's round and round video. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if any cameos appear in that video. Isn't but. Prince in it? In in rat the rat video no no the the oh, other one the maybe Teddy. he might yeah because maybe he wrote that song I don't know I yeah no it was graffiti bridge or something maybe that's what I don't know what go back go, we talk about rat hang on a second <laughs> Prince was in the graffiti bridge video <laughs> how they get him <laughs> uh this is the weirdest cameo I think ever give it give me the initials then we have to take a break it's it's he he shares my initials M B M B is it Michael Bolton no. Is it? Uh, he has nothing to do with music. I will give you. Mayim Bialik. No. Donald Trump. <laughs> Modeled bump. <laughs> Modeled, yeah. Brump. Uh, MB Mick Mick. Uh, is it? Uh, is it Chicago comedian Mick Betancourt? No, but you're getting into the the right uh, uh, career, at least the the right uh, industry. Um, he's a writer. This guy. No, he's a comedian. Oh, it's a comedian. MB, MB, MB comedian. Mike Binder? Matt Bronger. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Matt Bronger. As a so child. A Not nine-year-old Matt Bronger. 
it's not. What did you say, Mick? What, what was your? I said Mike Binder. It's not Mike Binder now. Uh, this guy's a huge star. Is like super, super famous, <laughs> but it's just so random. Comedian with the initials MB, who's a big star. Legend. Mike Birbiglia? Legend. No, no, no. no I, legendary. A legend, you're saying? Yeah. If, if Matt Bronger would be too young, yeah, Birbiglia is Bur- at least around the same age. Michael, one or two. Is it Michael? No. Is it Matthew? No. I think I have... Mark? To... Nope. It's, it is a weird old-fashioned name. M- Micah? Nope. Yeah. Malachi? No. The guy from... What's the guy from... Dick Van Dyke. Maury Amsterdam. That's the wrong. Oh, I, knew, I knew it started with an M. No. Uh, Matt, I think you just have to tell us. Yeah. He had one of the biggest dicks in the business, Milton Burl. Oh, Milton Burl. Oh, yes, of course. I did know that. Yes. Yeah. I could not. I just didn't remember that. Uh, yes, he's in that. And I don't like that he's in that. It's, it's weird. It's weird and unnecessary. It doesn't. Uh, it's not exciting. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who it was for. He doesn't do anything like uh, it's just completely worthless. Oh, but then he goes around and around. All right, listen, Paul Gamart is going to be joining us. Uh, we got Oliver's trivia question, and uh, we'll talk with, uh, about that and a whole lot more when we come back with Paul Gamart right after this. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak <laughs> of factor i'm going from i appreciate it uh, more than happy to do it now these things are ready in just two minutes they've got over 35 different options to choose from every week they got the calorie smart protein plus uh various different meals i uh, just this way this morning i had to pick my meals for next week you pick you pick a week in advance yep and uh you know what i decided to give myself a little treat i got the filet mignon Yum. Which is uh, got, it's got a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get You know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah, treat yourself. You, you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, I, I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the, uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that, whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not... I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code Pardo five zero to get 50% off. Factor. That's a good meal. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earn in. Earn in. 
E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want to clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2806, the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. You know that. Nobody just, uh, you know what you're listening to. Nobody jumps into a podcast halfway through, or I don't have to reset like we're a morning zoo. Um, anyway, Paul Gilmartin is joining us. Now, this, this is exciting. I believe that Paul is our first uh, COVID return, Zoom returnee. I think he's the first one to uh, to show back up here um, uh, in the uh, via Zoom, right? Is that possible? Seems... I'm confused. Are you calling me the virus? <laughs> yes. I'm okay. also calling you the breeze. <laughs> I think you're actually you're one of the variants. You know, they're talking about how like mm. the, the the virus keeps mutating. You're like a you're a mutation that we've just picked up. You know, I've what? always had a little bit of a mutation quality <laughs> to me. And uh, now the COVID has hit you badly, right? You've lost all your hair because of it. It affects everybody differently. I have. I have. Uh, I've lost not only all my hair, but my dignity. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened scientifically. I don't know how it happened either. Now, here's the beauty of that. When you were on with us, and it was, I believe it was in the beginning of the pandemic. It was very yes, early on. Yes. And you were wearing a baseball cap and you said, Jimmy, look what I've done. And you put, took your hat off to reveal your bald head. Yes. Um, you've now embraced it. And this is who you are, it, it, looks, it, it appears. Uh, I think until I uh, feel safe going to get a haircut at the at the barbershop, that's not entirely true. I'm playing hockey twice a week without a mask. So if I was really that worried about it, uh, I think I just kind of enjoy not paying for a haircut and just going in the backyard and zip zip. I, you know what? I agree with that. I, I I'm enjoying the the savings of uh, of not getting a haircut for a year. Uh, now, how is your hair looking so good without a barber? I I, I don't know. I I do it myself, and uh, you know I use the clippers and I get in there. I did this yesterday. Yesterday I gave myself a little trim, hmm. and uh, I got a very important photo shoot on Saturday. <laughs> and uh, uh, then I have Danielle do the neck. I have Danielle do the neck in the back, and then a little bit uh, to uh, blend it up. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. I do it all myself. So I may never go, go back. What do you go on the top? Uh, I, you know, uh, this is like a, th- a three, a three, four, and then a five uh, through here. Uh, sometimes five with that little thing where you know how you can adjust it on the, yeah. the yeah. clippers to make it a little shorter. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I get in there with the five to make it. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Thank you. I don't disagree. I, I told the story the other day, Paul. I, I went in for an epidural. 
uh, for my lower back last week. And, Are you uh, having a baby? Yes, and uh, we don't know the gender. Please uh, uh, respect our privacy on that aspect. Normally, ass babies are male. <laughs> oh. I'm Paul thank Gilmartin. This thank is you for your time. 2806. <laughs> thank, thank you for your time. Uh, as I was saying, Paul, before you decided to wedge that uh, uh, humor into the mix, uh, I was laying on the uh, the bed and the nurse commented on my, uh, as I was putting the, uh, the hairnet on, she commented on my haircut. And I said, I did it myself. And she then called two other nurses over to point out how great my haircut was. And uh, I won't stop talking about that till the day I die. Because if, uh, if nurses are complimenting you, you know that's a gunny set of hair. <laughs> they, they, they've seen more heads than anybody else. How are, are you barbers? feeling? Uh, I, I, okay. I've had a good run of a few, good run day here. A few days of goodness. Good. Of uh, no pain in my lower back and no pain in my rotator cuff. So it's a, and, or my neck. All the three places that I've gotten epidurals and uh, PRP injections, anywhere that's had a needle, uh, I've had a, a good run of about four or five days here. I like that 10, 15 years ago, it was, hey, when's your Comedy Central special air? And now it's, uh, yeah, the arthritis is moved from the neck to the shoulder. <laughs> it's what's the point? What is uh, the point? I is there a towel that we can literally throw in? Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I did that years ago. Uh, other than this podcast, I think I, I think I went to every uh, network in this town and there's a towel laying in front of that door. They don't know why it's there. <laughs> but uh, then one, one person saw me throw it and went, sir, we made that decision. You don't get to uh, tap out. We've decided on your behalf years ago. Uh, how are you feeling, Paul Gilmartin? Uh, I it it, it uh, kind of goes day by day. I'm still weeding out what foods it is that's contributing to the. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if it's rheumatoid arthritis or sciatic uh, arthritis. So mm. um, still kind of in investigating that, and essentially have eliminated any food that I enjoy. You can't. They say your diet will help with arthritis. Uh, that's the premise here. So huge, you can't have huge, huge uh, effect. Give me an example of what you used to have that you can't have anymore. Uh, bread, um, pizza. Um, I would imagine pasta falls under this. Oh yeah, pasta. Any anything uh, with with gluten in it. Um, anything sweet. Uh, no animal protein. Um, wow. Jesus wow. Christ. Yes. The hell's yeah, left. It, 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 goes, it goes on and on. Are, are you able to eat? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What do you have? A carrot? Vegetables. Vegetables. Oh, vegetables. Uh, I just found out that I can eat polenta and I did a little dance around my house when I, <laughs> when I found that out. Uh, found out to cook polenta, you need to stand and stir it for 20 minutes straight without stopping. So, mm -hmm. is that good for uh, the arthritis? It sounds like that's <laughs> <a> <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, it keeps me from having to go to the gym, so that's nice. Uh, um, but I, I'm finding that my body is adjusting, and it uh, actually helps my my mood. Um, so there are some some positives to it. I've I've for a long time wanted to cut animal protein out of my diet. I can't eat fish, which is uh, which is nice. Um, but it's uh, it's a it's a big adjustment. 
Right, well, that's Paul Gilmartin on Health Talk. Uh, we covered that, and uh, uh, we bring him on uh, twice a year to discuss his ailments, and uh, this seems to be the latest of them. And uh, in, in a week and a half, it'll be, a, hey, remember that thing about arthritis? Turns out it was a misdiagnosis. I'm back to eating pizza every four two hours. So uh, I take all of this with a grain of salt. Uh, I think Paul's fine, and he's uh, making this up because he's a hypochondriac. Now, listen, that's my own personal thing. Uh, the, the listener doesn't have to worry about this. Tell us more about this hockey uh, when you say you're not wearing a mask, uh, do you mean like a, 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 a medical one or are you even right. what about a medical. what about a mask so you don't get a puck I, in the face? No, I would never. I would never play hockey without a mask. I've taken so many sticks in the uh, in the cage uh, and pucks in the cage. Uh, and I've seen some horrifying things. I've seen a guy take a puck in the mouth and swallow six teeth oh I mean, jesus oh yeah. God. why would you not wear a is this a, paul know. is it one of those things not unlike the people that don't want to wear a mask a medical mask during this covid that they don't think it makes them that they look weak they don't look masculine is it the same with the hockey guy that refuses to wear that mask there might be some they probably wouldn't admit it but uh you do see the ice much better when you don't have uh, a visor or a cage the problems with visors you can see certainly better than than a cage but visors have a tendency to fog up uh, mm. so that's kind of the issue with them but but if every, if everybody's wearing it like let's say it's required isn't that everybody on the same playing field if everybody's having the same difficulty seeing the ice or not uh yeah yeah uh and the nhl now they've required visors some people are grandfathered in but um mm -hmm. one of the ways that they kind of get around it is that they tilt their helmet back and it doesn't really affect their their vision but uh, there was a guy i don't know a day or two ago on the nhl that uh basically lost uh all of his <laughs> his teeth that you can see in his mouth uh took one shift off and came back wow. jesus crazy yeah it's crazy uh, hey paul refresh our memory you once did a show and the uh, the coach of the blackhawks was there right and you uh you you uh formed a nice friendship with him if i'm not mistaken can you share that close. experience with us again very close daryl sutter was the coach of the blackhawks i did a celebrity golf tournament and uh, did a little bit of stand up and afterwards uh he gave me his phone number and uh said yeah if you you know you want to come to a hawks game or whatever which is amazing for daryl sutter who is a n notorious cur curmudgeon oh hmm. and so i gave him a ring one night and uh i go hey what's going on he goes uh, well we uh big black hawk fan we go on the ice in five minutes <laughs> <laughs> you call the coach five minutes before the game or whatever yes. match yes uh got it uh, did, so did, did you ever follow up on that, though, or did never. you never call them again, never, right? Never no. called them again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> what is, that is, what if, if you were you like, yeah, yeah, Martin I'm, in a nutshell, that's it. Yeah. Uh, here's the other uh, opposite of it that I never did. Laird Hamilton gave me his phone number and said, uh, if you ever want to learn how to surf, give me a call. Oh, never took him. Paul, you got to explain to these Philistines Fuck who you. Laird Hamilton Fuck you. is because they mocked me for. I said I have a celebrity sighting, and it was Laird Hamilton, and they all mocked me for saying he was a celebrity. He's the, the one thing, of the Matt, most before, famous before surfers Paul, in history. Before Paul backs you up, I just want to tell you that I thought Laird Hamilton was another comedian who happened to know how to surf. <laughs> that's that's what I take away from what he just said. <laughs> you still the, don't know who it is. The guy nope. I saw. You still, even though we we talked about this for an hour one week. I mean, now I do, but before that no 
he he uh if there were pictures in the dictionary he would be under alpha male he's uh, oh. the most famous big wave surfer in the world uh married to gabby reese uh pioneered toe wind surfing he was the guy that decided to put straps on the surfboard so that you could uh go faster and get into big waves that otherwise would be impossible to paddle into and you didn't call him yeah <laughs> did not call him that's the premise uh, did you, did you, to, to be fair uh i had uh, taken a hit in hockey and i had bruised ribs and the thought of oh. laying on a surfboard with the yeah. uh, bruised ribs kind of uh yeah turned me off to the, I don't, to uh, the idea uh, by the way, I don't know, I, this week, was it this week or maybe I just saw the video for the first time this week, there was somebody broke the record for the highest uh, wave. Oh, I think our friend uh, R- uh, Richard Blade posted this on Twitter. Uh, that was, I think was he the hot- guy that broke it? No, no, he, he, he was saying, I, I, I bail if it's over my head. Look at this guy. And I think it was a 150 foot wave possibly. And oh my God. It is, it gave me, like my heart started pounding just watching this thing. It just was so amazing. Was it in Nazare? I want to say it was Lake Michigan, but I don't know a lot about surfing. Uh, that sounds right. And the surfer, was it Jet the Fish? <laughs> That's a, I don't, so I don't know if our full listenership will appreciate how great that joke is, but I hope they do. If uh, not, Google, Google it. I, I, that's so funny because one of the things I watch almost obsef- obsessively on YouTube is big wave surfing. And oh, yeah. somehow I miss that. Huh. Uh, again, I, maybe it's one that Richard Blade discovered from 17 years ago. I don't know, right. uh, but I was just it thought Kai Lenny. It was Maya Gabiera. That's what I've never it looks heard. Like. It when, just when? happened in September. In September of, of 2020. And so yeah. in the middle of a pandemic, well, she's out there. Is it? A, I assume it's a woman, Maya. Mm-hmm. Brazilian. A Brazilian. Paul, does that uh, help you at all? No. And and where did it happen? Uh, Garen, do you have any uh, indication what uh, what lake this was on? Garen can hear Paul, Jimmy. <laughs> it was a 73 and a half foot wave. 73? Uh, Where did I get 150 from? Wait, Maya rode the wave on a, on February 11th, 2020 in an inaugural WSL Nazar Toe Surfing Challenge event in Praia do Norte, Portugal. Okay. And then I just wrote about the, it in September. That's probably the wave that they call Nazare, which is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing wave, yeah. Wow. They also they measure waves from the the back of it to the front of it. They don't measure the face of it. Oh. So the face of the wave might have been 150 feet. Ah, mm. okay. Uh Paul, what's the biggest wave you uh, have you ever did you ever surf or was it just bodyboarding for you? Uh, never. I've surfed a couple of times, but I have trouble getting up. Uh, once I'm on the surfboard, I do okay from all the snowboarding and skateboarding. But getting up when you're starting is really difficult, and especially when you're an, uh, an older guy. But I, the, probably the biggest wave I ever uh, boogie boarded in was in Hawaii. I want to say it was probably maybe a six eight foot face and that that tested the limits of my stomach but scared, was, scared the hell out of you it was fun also being in hawaii it's a very very uh territorial place and uh white people are certainly not their favorite uh people to come visit 
So I was a little worried about that, but I picked a spot that was a little more public and a little less uh, localized. When you but, say you're worried about that, is there uh, is there fear of being murdered out on the seas? Uh, fear of getting your ass kicked. Uh, really? That's for sure. Oh, really? You're a, dumb old, you're a dumb old man. What are they, why are they going to beat you up? Because uh, maybe I dropped in on their wave and they're tired of uh, people coming and uh, shitting on Hawaiian culture and buying up property and, you know, just being douchebags. But once you're back on the beach and they see you're some dumpy host from TBS, don't they go, uh, <laughs> well, we're not, we're not going to bother you. Go about your day. Enjoy your hoagie. <laughs> yeah, but all you had to do, Paul, was just say, no, it's me. It's it's Paul Gilmartin from Dinner and a Movie. And they go, oh, hey, you're, you're fine. Right you know, right. beans and cornbread. <laughs> right? There, there was one day that I was uh, paddling out and just was having the worst. I, I didn't know it at the time, but I was kind of caught in, I guess, what would be the opposite of a riptide because a riptide will pull you out. Uh, into the water, no matter how hard you're uh, paddling to try to get back in. This was kind of the opposite of it. And after about uh, a half hour of trying to paddle out, these two guys just paddled up to me and went, bro, it ain't meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Bro is the makes it the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best, the best. That's Paul Gilmartin. He's taking time away from the mental health uh, happy hour, mental illness happy hour. My apologies. There's so many out there now. Are they all, they're all riding Gilmartin's coattails. He was the first in on this. Mm -hmm. uh, now they're all trying to do it. They're all trying to hop on the self-help, true crime. They're all got something going on, right? Uh, there was somebody that uh, created a podcast called the Mental Health Happy Hour, and I had to do a cease and desist Oh my goodness! Did we talk about that once before? That sounds yeah, familiar, familiar to me. Yeah. Because, I, or, or at least I remember the paperwork that came through. Because Matt and I tried to do that. <laughs> we thought that would be a great way to poach some listeners. Well, we and we just like you in the '90s, Paul. We were snatching up uh, podcast names. You did it with .dot coms, and we just did it with uh, with uh, podcast <laughs> titles. Just figuring at some point everyone will have a podcast, and they're going to have to come to us for the title. That's right. Yeah, that's Bring a good on. idea and a great way to put yourself financially in the hole for the rest of your life. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Uh, I still own uh, 591rock501roll.com. I own uh, both of those, 591rock.com, 591roll.com. Assuming that the loop would come to me at some point. Instead, the loop closed their doors. That, uh, <laughs> so I'm now stuck with those two domain names until those contracts that's, run That's out. very interesting, Jimmy, that you, uh, I did not know that you own those. And we should talk about that. Well, if you go to 501 Rock right now, I believe it uh, brings you to NeverNotFunny.com, does it not? I don't know. Or to Podcast. I may not remember how to forward it. I think that's what happens. It does I go to Podcast.com. Yeah. I, I would have guessed that it brought you to a snapshot of a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew how to do that, I would do it. I, I couldn't believe that I figured out how to forward it to uh, Podcast.com. And uh, again, the fact that I have not forwarded it to NeverNotFunny.com tells you how long ago that was. And uh, I might not even know the password to get back into there to do that. That's well, if, if I may suggest, and this is an off-air conversation, perhaps Jimmy's records and tapes should somehow be connected to that. I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, figure that out and let me know how mm -hmm. that goes. Uh, tell, sure. me what, tell me what to do mm -hmm. and I'll do it. More than happy to do it. Paul Gilmartin's our guest. Again, he's got the mental illness happy hour uh, where he talks to people about uh, mental illness and then they also do it for about an hour. It's happy. Uh, right. Am I, is that the premise of the program? <laughs> no, that is, Jimmy. Uh, now, I was on but, but 10 years ago, right? You've been doing about 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah. I started in uh, March of 2011. 
Oh wow, you are right at the uh, the uh, ten year anniversary then. Yeah. Awesome. Are you going to have a big uh, live show because of it? Seems like the I'm best time for it. Doing nothing for it. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, maybe another one of those polls that you put out. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoy the polls. Uh, I can anonymously tell you that I masturbate, so that uh, uh, they're they're helpful, right? They're helpful oh, for you and your listenership. We got to have you back on the show. Oh, why? I haven't discussed Talk about my- that. Talk about that. I mean, that's groundbreaking. <laughs> Jimmy, is that how you get off by anonymously admitting you masturbate on online yeah, polls? That's it. Uh, click, glug. <laughs> that's how I do it. I, I answer it, then ejaculate. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, oh, great. Yours makes a glugging sound? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it your has penis to- drinking as it ejaculates? <laughs> yes. My, my, my penis is Ted Kennedy. Oh. <laughs> your penis has a throat <laughs> and it's, uh, and, and it's oh, red and bulbous. you know what you think is the adam's apple is probably your testicles oh hmm. you know what i don't know i've seen a a, a specialist on this it, it seems everything seems to be in working order down there i think they are i think it's a throat did you did i yes and did i yes and that properly i may have gone the wrong direction on that. i was just in, i was just enjoying that silence fuck off <laughs> That was so beautiful. Shut up. I, went, I, think I, heard a, I think I heard a bird chirp. I think, you know what? I don't think you're wrong. I think a bird, went, literally a bird flew by, stopped in the window, noticed the silence, chirped to accentuate it, and then kept flying. I, you're not wrong. That's Just the, want to make you feel better. That's the comedy podcast Zoom equivalent of a cricket. <laughs> when you hear a bird chirp. It was, uh, oh boy. I, don't, I, I haven't had silence like that on this show in 15 years. That's how bad that was the worst and I, I i'd like to blame zoom for it but i can't i'll blame my mouth and my brain oh i have not heard silence like that since i did stand up oh boy you don't have to tell me <laughs> yeah you do people not would check out library me. books when i did stand up which was kind of nice to know i was educating sure i don't know why you're doing comedy at the library maybe comedy clubs would have been a better venue for you <laughs> <laughs> You can't ice me on that. How the fuck do I get iced twice? We're not icing. I was enjoying. You, enjoy, you must be enjoying this, Elliot. I, I'm. I'm not not enjoying it. All right. Very good. Uh, one right, more. One more, and people are going to think there's a problem with the audio. So, Jimmy, I'm just going to ask you to to zip it for a little bit until people regain faith in the audio. Okay. Well, maybe if they I could, could have. If I could explain, I'm only laughing because, or I'm I'm holding in my laughter because I thought I was trying to think of a library joke the same way you just did and i didn't want to make you feel bad that we were again on the oh, same comedy come on i can't have more of that happening it's a month of this bullshit it's a month hey, paul what you don't know is uh, more uh, very uh, very much lately garen and i are uh, are having the same joke jimmy pardo a hero to many considered a <laughs> comedy comedian. legend in some circles somebody's favorite comedian has the same uh, same joke as intern garen cockrell <laughs> And uh, I'm thinking about quitting comedy because of it. <laughs> I think actually what you should do, Jimmy, is you should you should follow Gallagher's lead and you should uh, you should have, you know, Garen get a haircut and, and all that kind of stuff. And you send him out. You license out the Jimmy Pardo. And he's uh, part of I, I'm Jimmy. He's too. Pardo, too. If I may, I think there's more qualified people for that. If I may, Just imagine buying a ticket to see Jimmy Pardo and you get there and Garen walks Pardo out, too. <laughs> But here's the thing, Jimmy, who, who is who is like Gallagher had what it was his brother, right? That was Gallagher, too. Yeah, is that, that's is that correct. Accurate? Yes. Yes. 
I mean, your brother isn't going to do that. No, he's not. Who else? Who else? Who is qualified to be a comedian is going to want to be Jimmy Pardo too. They're going to want to do their own comedy. Hey, I, people don't want to see Jimmy Pardo. How does he see money franchising? Yeah, but the demand is not high. I'm not the I'm not the globetrotters that need somebody on each coast. It's uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm oh Jesus Christ, uh, I'm bleeding. Oh no! Whoa. What Wait, what? How did that happen? That is a great way to get out of that topic, though. Oh, is it the bird? Is it? What did you did you slip and fall on all that ice? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest. Why am that I bleeding? Totally, I don't know. But do you have something to stop staunch it with? Should we take a break while you deal with that? All right. Yeah, let's take a break. This is a good time for a break. We'll come back with the Oliver's trivia question and uh, chat more with Paul Gilmartin. And I'll go in front of a mirror and see if I can't discover where this blood's coming from. And this make sure it insane. isn't coming from anywhere else. This is craziness. All right, we'll be back right after this. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Paul Gilmartin is on Twitter at MentalPod. That refers to his great podcast, The Mental Illness Happy Hour, available wherever you get your podcasts. Download it for some fun uh, chatter about mental health. It's great. And uh, we've told you a million times it's great. And uh, you should listen to us and go listen to that. Enjoy it. And also enjoy Jimmy Pardo. He's on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. He's doing Jimmy's records and tapes every week. You can find that on our YouTube channel. New episodes go up Tuesday. Uh, it's youtube.com slash never not funny but if you uh, subscribe and click the bell for notifications you will find out when new stuff goes up as it happens that's always exciting to be one of the first to see it so do that and uh, share it with a friend and maybe tell someone else uh, who likes classic rock and all that good stuff uh, to check it out i think they would enjoy it too or if you think they would enjoy it then tell them to enjoy it now enjoy the rest of this show enjoy matt belknap I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What, we got a hat, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this, uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So, kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. That's what he just basically told us, That's and true. I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. 
I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, here's what I think happened, fellas. Here's what it, it is on the shin. Uh, it's a little a little thing on the shin. I think it's one of those where I may have bumped myself in the middle of the night. It then healed itself. I was like, hey, there's a little scratch. And I may have scratched the scab off okay. uh, and then started bleeding. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't gushing blood, but it was still uh, uh, jarring to surprise. Blood uh, is not good. No, uh, ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It does uh, seem Paul like Gil Martin is with us. Oh. We're thrilled that he's uh, joining us. One of my, uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't like the phrase "oldest friends" because uh, that uh, could be uh, misunderstood for age. But uh, one of the people I've known the longest in show business, and maybe even longest in my life now at this point, that I uh, that I still talk to on a regular basis. I will occasionally text somebody from my record store days, but uh, that's not often enough. But a friendship like I have with Paul Gil Martin, so we're thrilled that he's taking time out of his life to join us here today. Uh, Paul, how is the pandemic? We talked to you early on of the pandemic. How's it been other than apparently you're going off and playing hockey? You're uh, you think it's a hoax? <laughs> uh, a, a full hoax uh, perpetrated by the uh, radical left. Jim. <laughs> uh, and Paul, I forget how old you are. And I actually that's not true. I know exactly how old you are. But for the listener, are you close to getting the vaccine? Have you has, have, has your age bracket opened up yet? Uh, I've got to think mine is is coming up. I'm 58, so it uh, can't be can't be that much longer. Oh, yeah. You're in the next group. But you're in the uh... they might delay me, though, because I'm young at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to be in line, said CVS. They would come on, Paul. Who are you kidding? You're young at heart. Move along. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, you still, right, listen, you still play to, uh, uh, you still play hockey but, regularly? Yeah, you're too young. <laughs> that's uh, that's the young man's game. So get out of here, buddy. Uh, Paul, where do you stand on the vaccine? Uh, Matt Belknap uh, made me laugh the other day by saying that uh, there is a uh, North Korean black market vaccine that is uh, trying to be uh, made. And he would get that one tomorrow if it was open to him. Yeah. Uh, I also would go into the back alley and have anybody just put the vaccine into my arm and trust them. Where are you at with this? Are you are you waiting? Are you going to get it done immediately? I think I would wait. Really? I'm not a big fan of vaccinations in back alleys. <laughs> Fine with abortions there. <laughs> I'll promote an abortion in a back alley. Would, would you uh, open for an abortion in a back alley? I would. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't tweet about it. I don't want the social justice warriors coming after me. Yeah. But. Well, you don't need that. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's, no, that's, that's, a sa- there. that's the safest place for comedy right now is a outdoor back alley. Yeah. God knows uh, Twitter's did- not the safest place for comedy. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't think it's for comedy anymore. I think even if you try, uh, your three uh, posts in, somebody will explain why your joke isn't uh, doesn't work and how it. Uh, you know, you got to think more about the guy that works at Arby's. Yeah, it's like yeah, they it, will it, either try to tag it or ban you from show business. <laughs> <laughs> Those are I, the I two. Mean, I, I really worry about the future of satire, especially uh, political satire. Uh, the Republican character that I do, I'm afraid to to have stuff be on social media for it. These right. Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about Richard Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how, how did he take the election? Is he doing is he doing OK? Uh, I have actually haven't thought about him uh, since the election. Obviously, since he's a Republican, uh, he would be upset about that. But he's so self-centered. Uh, you know, he's just always looking for whatever angle it is. It, it kind of like Trump. You know, if Trump thought he could make money from losing, he would uh, he would probably do that. Actually, I think he's driven more by the the adoration of people than he is by money. Um, we talk about Richard Martin or Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I see. All right. Because I don't know what what does Richard do for a living? I forget what Richard Martin does for a living. Oh, he's a congressman. That's right. Okay. Boy, he's been in there a long time, huh? Long time, Jim. Uh, Well, his constituents uh, must appreciate what he's doing for him. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, all right, listen, let's get to uh, uh, Oliver's uh, trivia question. Matt Belknap, please alert the people that that's happening. Okie dokie. Oh, you know what? We have a, a shortened version of the theme. Let's see if this is, uh, you know, we've, we've been playing this new theme from, uh, uh, <laughs> not Joe Diffie, God damn it, uh, Nathan Diffie, and uh, you were mocking it for being way, way, way too long, but uh, so he sent us a, uh, a shortened is version. Is this of, of the Massachusetts Diffies? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, one of the original Mayflower, Mayflower families, the Diffies. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here it is. I actually went to the email to see if we have a location on him. We don't. That's a good question. Yeah. I, I probably have it somewhere, but okay, here we go. Uh, this is, he this is called trivia time short version. You, you decide if that's an apt title for this. <laughs> well, you can tell everybody to place their bets. Just write them down. Don't show them yet. You can win. Even if you lose, that's the way we play. It's Jeopardy rules. Uh, well, it's shorter than the other one, certainly. Definitely uh, shorter. That, it, it just it takes a. That cer- was impressive. I, 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 that said, I love the long version. I'm just, uh, I you know, know. I, I have to fill fucking six hours a week on this thing. <laughs> so if, if me making fun of the length of a of a theme song kills thirty five seconds, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I love the long one. All right, let's see. let's let's play it. Play it, play it. <laughs> Paul was so impressed by the Paul. Here's the full version. Uh, wait, I got to find it. Uh, I was this asking is Na- for the full version. Here we no, go. you're going to hear it. This is from Nathan Diffie from Massachusetts. Well, you can tell everybody to place their bets. Just write them down. Don't show them yet. You can win. Even if you lose, hey, that's the way we play. It's Jeopardy rules. You go low, they go high. And if nobody gets it right, you will win. The money in, the Jeremy Harper trivia team. Oh, oh, the first trivia time. Trivia time. Oh, 
All right. Uh, I'll tell you who doesn't like the short version, Jeremy Herbal. He doesn't get a shout out <laughs> to the short version. <laughs> Elliot, you should put the, the lyrics up for that. No, I'm serious because I, I couldn't understand some of them and I was wondering what oh, they okay. were. Yeah, it it's uh yeah, that's actually not a bad idea for the video, but uh probably a lot of inside jokes that you uh would be confused by anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, you could tell, but I don't know what they are. Anyway, thank you, Nathan, for both versions, short and long. Uh, uh, Matt will use them at his discretion uh, as time goes on. Uh, here is your subject for this week. Again, this is uh, Oliver, 13-year-old Oliver Pardo uh, writes this. Here's your subject. Fun and games. Fun and games oh. is your subject. Now, Paul, you're betting. You're going to write down your betting. We're between 1 and 25. Cast members, of course, you guys know that uh, your restrictions. Um, huh. Fun and games. I feel good about this one. Or do I? I, I feel like I feel like he's done this category before, and it's uh, it's been easy. It's been hard. It's impossible to know. I mean, he, he Oliver knows a lot about. Uh, he loves games. Uh, he loves fun. <laughs> so the deep knowledge comes to bear on this, and uh, he and sounds like a fun-loving kid. Oh, he loves he it. Is. He loves fun. He loves everything about it. Now, hang on a second. I can't find... Uh, where is... I, I don't know what numbers I've used, and I can't find that piece of paper. What the shit happened here? Uh-oh. I've got it if you need it. Um, have I used 19, Garen? Have I used the Hardcastle? No, you have not. Spoiler alert. Well, I'm not going well, to use it here either, then. It turns out... <laughs> what an idiot. I forgot the fucking premise. You've used 17, 9, and 14. You Thank go. you. I've used 17, 9, and 14. Thank you for that help. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. I'm in. I've got my bet in. Paul, you have your bet in? Sure. Right. <laughs> doesn't sound like Paul's taking the game seriously. No, Paul, uh, pretend yes. you're playing hockey and take this seriously. Okay. <laughs> put your face mask on. Yeah, put your cage on. And say, and then use the word cage a few more times. <laughs> um, uh, everybody got their bet in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, here's your question. Here is your question. Fun and games is your subject. Your question is playing cards. Mm-hmm. Playing cards. Play, no, di- different, di- uh, di- different uh, emphasis on the words. My apologies. <laughs> playing cards, which originated in China, were originally meant to represent days and the year. The 12 court cards represented the months, four suits to represent the seasons. But what were the 13 cards per suit supposed to represent? The 12 court cards represented the months. The four suits represented the seasons. But what were the 13 cards per suit supposed to represent? Hmm. That's a great huh. question. I've never heard of that this. Is, this is new. That is new fun info. and it is a game. <laughs> I have to imagine that this is a, a, a line drive right into Elliot's glove. Is that well, I, I, I've written sports? something down very quickly, but I'm not 100% yeah. certain it's right. I have, two, I have actually two thoughts, but... Um, oh, could it be that? Oh, a third thought. I, 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 I guarantee answer your question. Yes, line drive right into Elliot's... I'm going to be very embarrassed if I don't at least get close. Say, can you read it one more time? More than happy to, uh, Matt. It is um, playing cards, which mm-hmm. originated in China were originally meant to represent days and the year. The 12 court cards represent the months. Uh, which, by the way, I'm glad we read this because my answer I was about to write down was months and proud of it. <laughs> and proud of it. Mm-hmm. 
the 12 court cards <laughs> represented the months, four suits to represent the seasons, but what were the 13 cards per suit supposed to represent? I'll stick with my first, first thought. I have the it. feeling that it's going to be something so obvious that I'm going to hate myself for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> well, join the club. That's yeah. join. You are now. You are one of us. <laughs> and and was that uh, going to be different from the rest of your rest of the day, Paul? No. <laughs> boy, that that is. Boy, what? I have an answer. Don't love it, but I don't hate it. Well, I mean, I'm neutral on my own answer. <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, I, I can't even come up with. I can come up with only one, but it seems too obvious. Hey, while you're thinking about it, let me go back to when you guys were talking about the person who broke the record for the surfing the biggest wave. It made me think of yes. just recently someone broke the record. The, the first someone landed the first 1080 on a skateboard ramp. Uh, did you see that at all? A video of uh, this guy breaking. A, so 1080 is three full rotations. Uh I think, a, like, I remember when Tony Hawk did the first 900, that was, to me, not that long ago. Maybe it was 10 or 15 years ago now. But uh, to do three full rotations on a skateboard ramp is insane. Guess the age of the person who did, who landed the first 1080. This is, a, this is a... This is a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just threw him, actually. It wasn't that hard. They just they strapped they the board just, to his feet and threw him up there, and it just happened. Uh I'm going to say, though, based uh, no joke, nine years old is my guess. I'm going to say nine based on, on the way you delivered the right, question. Right, right. Yeah. You're not far off. It's 11. This 11 year old kid. When I was 11, I, I was my big trick was tic tac, <laughs> which is what I don't know what that means. A tic tac is when you go click, 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 click back. Like you basically oh. move the front back and forth and it propels you forward. Uh, but to, you didn't grow up in a skate park there was there were no, skate parks not. in upper new york i think i i think i got my first skateboard when i was 11 and uh, i got my first real six string uh, i got Where'd that you at get the that five and dime so i what what year was that i want to say summer 69 oh boy mm-hmm. you must have been eating a pussy that, that whole summer. oh my man that's all that's that that's, that's exactly what that song's about as my wife divorces me because i brought this up another fucking time <laughs> you know what i'll take the bullet i i, I led you to it it was yes. my fault uh no no it's my fault i brought up i bought my first real six <laughs> oh, string I, so again this is a hundred percent on me so uh, paul get your guest room available uh, ready, i'm, I'm moving, moving out uh my my first trick on a skateboard was getting a splinter in my head <laughs> in your head wow yeah. what the fuck? i had one of those I, I thought maybe skateboarding was a thing i should learn to do and it was probably i was probably 11 or 12 somewhere in there and my parents got me uh, like one of those nerf like magenta bright magenta day glow skateboards mm-hmm. so it wasn't very big and i practiced in the carport up by the garage and we had these redwood fences and so the first time i got on the skateboard i rolled pretty good could not stop head in post splinter in head wow wow that was fun i never did it again you never skateboarded again i you know what it turns out that if if a big part of the sport is getting injured i kind of avoid it yeah so no snowboarding no skiing yeah yeah, but you put it, you know, put elbow pads, uh, knee pads, you put a cage on, you'll be fine. <laughs> forehead, forehead it's, pad. It's so funny how <laughs> nobody had the, the safety equipment when we were kids for skateboarding. No way. 
No way. I didn't think of it. They made it. They made that stuff, but you know what? I would never saw anybody wearing it. My parents didn't buy it for me. Yeah, exactly. I've been teaching Charlie how to skateboard, and it's amazing. Your, your story just reminded me of how it's amazing how kids don't intuitively know to just get off the skateboard if it's going too fast. It, you isn't know, that nope. funny? Like, you can just just get off of it like just step right off of it and you're off of it didn't occur to me yeah. I, I felt like this is the this is the thing i'm standing on i must remain on it yeah it's weird have you watched any of the videos of the guys going down mountain passes oh, 70 miles that's an hour? A, yeah, yeah that's a whole wormhole on youtube too i i was doing that for a couple months during the pandemic just watching those videos because you just there's so many of them without an ounce of yeah. protection and, right? that, and cars and, coming yes. the opposite way is they oh god all around it, corners. Is, it is sickening it's so crazy and the thing i always think of is like the the guy doing it is crazy and then the guy filming it is also doing it because he's yeah. right behind him with a camera right. equally crazy it's so nuts that they that they don't close the road it's just like nah let's just go down this hill it's crazy you guys, you guys want to talk about something else? What happened? Why, 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 why did that think, just come to a, a, a I think I was waiting, conversation? I, I know we were trying to do a tighter episode, so I'm sort of leaving room for you to, you know, go, I, hey, Garen, let's get your answer or whatever. Uh, all right, well, let's do that then. Let's uh, let's check in with uh, Garen Cockrell. He's there at the tri-corners of the Valley, Valley Village. No, not Valley Glen, Van Nuys, and Sherman Oaks uh, at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk, sponsored by PopCultureBeast.com. That is Garen Cockrell. Uh, Garen, do you have an answer for this uh, this question about playing cards? Um, I have an answer. I don't know uh, how good it is, but uh, I have one. All right. Well, what do you got, sir? Um, my answer is the New Year animals. Like the Chinese New Year animals. I don't know how many there are. I don't know if that's an accurate guess. The or, Lunar New Year animals, I guess. Or even the na- the right name for what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know what to call them. I, I feel really... Uh, I, that, that makes sense. When it's, that when makes it's, sense. Yeah, when it's my turn, I will tell you what I think those things are called, because that's also my answer. <laughs> oh, is that right? You also yeah. went with that. Well, Matt Belknap, go ahead and say it now, then. I, I think they're the, the, the signs of the Chinese zodiac. Isn't that what they're... That, that's... Yeah, that was that my backup sense. answer, but that's not what I came up with. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think we agree that uh, well, uh, Garen, yeah, yeah, uh, Garen got that it. he got it. He got it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. Elliot, what do you have then? So I went a little bit of a different direction. Uh, even though months are kind of based on the moon, there are, in fact, 13 times that the moon sort of cycles through. So I said cycles of the moon. Ah, moon good cycle. I've been followed by a moon cycle. That big song by moon Van cycle, Morrison. Moon cycle. <laughs> I thought that too, Elliot, no, but I didn't uh, by know the way, as that's much. That's a Cat Stevens. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were making a joke about moon dance. I wish I was, uh, <laughs> and I could. I could have not uh, corrected myself, and nobody would have been the wiser. But <laughs> yeah, instead, I, I chose to. I don't know that song, so. Um. Yeah, I, I, oh, so Elliot, I was thinking along those lines too, but I'm not smart enough to know that about the moon. So I was like, well, it doesn't make sense. The moon isn't, <laughs> doesn't go into 13 anyway. So I'll go with Zodiac. Uh, let's check it with Paul Gamart. Speaking of the Valley, Paul Gamartin is up in the Valley, not too far from the Never Not Funny Studios, right there in Sherman Oaks, California. So start Googling that and find him and murder him. <laughs> um, Paul, uh, do you have a guess on this playing cards question? I'm torn between the animals and the uh, signs of the the zodiac. You can't just, you can't just pick one of our answers. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to have your own answer. Did you write down an answer, Paul? Or, or are you just stealing one of these two? I I just I I couldn't commit. commit. <laughs> you have to give an answer of some sort, even if it's a joke answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna give an answer, and I'm gonna say the. Uh, 
the New Year animals or whatever the fuck you call them. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I like the, the idea of, of Jeopardy rules and we're playing on Jeopardy and one of the people just says, whatever that guy said. Yeah, don't get it. <laughs> uh, he said he told us he didn't hear the lyrics to the theme song and now we know it's true because they, the, the song explains the rules. It's Jeopardy rules. Also, so did Jimmy Pardo in the break. A lot was explained. Well, you knew he wasn't going to listen to that. I know. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, my answer sucks. I said ours. I said H-O-U-R-S, which makes zero sense. But in my head, I was like, well, maybe it's the 12 hours and then an extra hour for something. By the way, I don't know, I don't know how many signs of the Chinese Zodiac are there. Are there 13? I, 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 don't, I, I don't, actually don't know I don't that either. Think I think right. there are 12, but I think I'm not 100% sure. Right. That's but, why it's uh, a bad answer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't commit to that. I could very well be wrong. Um, I, I think, I, by the way, I think you're a rooster, Elliot, when it comes down to the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't have a clue i honestly don't know it's not i looked it up once and it's it's not something that i wanted to remember whatever it was that's based on years right it's based on which uh, year you were born yeah uh all right here we go here's your answer then uh and again the winner other than gamart he's uh, you're dq (laughs) (laughs) a very rare disqualification in this game gamart is dq'd uh look oh the little doggy is upset by the dq Uh yeah Uh, by that, I mean, of course, Paul's going to get an ice cream at Dairy Queen. That's what I mean by this. <laughs> uh, all right. Here is your answer from Oliver Griffin Pardo. Uh, the lunar months in a year. Also, the font color of half being red and half being black represent night and day. Nice. So the lunar months is basically the same thing as lunar cycle. I, I think that. I think, so, Elliot, oh, I think Elliot got it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Per Garen's guess, a line drive right into the mid of <laughs> Elliot Hochberg. Mm-hmm. That's, two, that's two weeks in a row you've got the, uh, the trivia correct. Yeah, is that true? Uh, I've been doing I've been doing very well in the past. He got, however, wait. however, time is flowing. Yeah. Did he get it right on, on 2805? I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> either, to be honest. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Look, uh, listen, if we're in a pandemic, everything's mushing uh, together. It's all blends together. Right. It's true. Time yeah, I forgot to write happening. it down, too. So that's I'm sorry. Uh, I collected what I was supposed to do. I forgot to write it down. You know what? We'll get next episode. We'll clarify all this. We'll, we'll clean yeah. it up. Absolutely. Line it all uh, up. We just don't have time. All right. Paul Gomart is with us for a few more minutes. We got lucky enough to. Uh, uh, to oh, yeah. What'd you bet? Thank you, uh, Elliot. 20. Nice. Uh, Elliot bet 20. Oh, that would have beaten me anyway, even if I, if we had both gotten uh, it right. I, what I, did you bet, Matt? I bet 19, which even wow. before you said it, Jimmy, I had already written it down. And I bet 18. And uh, Garen? I bet 18 as well. 18 Weird. for Garen and Paul, who gives a shit because he didn't take the game seriously. <laughs> How would you like it if a, if, a, if a host came on your show and didn't take it seriously? You wouldn't like it, or if a guest came on, you wouldn't like it, would you? I would love it. <laughs> Seriously? I would love I would get chills. I loved it so much. And then I'd find out it was COVID and I'd hate it. Uh, Paul, do you still have the uh, the office uh, that you go and record at? Uh, do you no. still? You don't. No, I record here. Right there at the house. Yeah. Uh, so when, when, when the pandemic is over and you have guests, you will have guests right there to the house? Yeah, I've actually had a uh, couple of people during the pandemic. Wait, what? In yeah. the in the You're yard. You're not or taking in, this seriously. No, doesn't, doesn't sound okay. like it. <laughs> Where, was were, were those two guests uh, people you were playing hockey with, and you just talked to them while you played? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the, the show's going well, Paul. You, people are still enjoying. Yeah. Enjoy yeah, seems yeah. like a weird thing to say about your show. 
Well, people, I think, find uh, comfort and camaraderie in it because one of the things when you're really suffering is you feel alone and you think right. nobody understands. So uh, I think I think people do uh, enjoy it. I think there are also people that kind of get a vicarious thrill out of, uh, you know, much the way people like crime dramas or other stuff of, of, a, of a dark nature. So... Uh, yeah, I think people do enjoy it, but uh, for some people, I think it also gets a little heavy and they got to take a break or fast forward or whatever. I mean, I find that sometimes that I'll have a little dread around the the darkness of it, but it's also the reason why I've created some surveys that are on the lighter side because it, it helps kind of offset it. I love those surveys. You know, I, I, you know what? Here's the truth. I love any survey. I love a fucking survey. <laughs> I'm a fan of surveys. Have you ever Your thought thoughts. about taking those surveys and, and turning it into a, a mental health family feud game show? Oh, that's not a bad <laughs> oh, idea. Oh, wow. How many have you done? <laughs> How many episodes? How many, surveys. How many surveys? Yeah. Uh, I've got about 13 different surveys. All right. All right, so how many episodes is that, guys? That would be it's four like episodes? Or two. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe it could be four, yeah. Because you do the, the three rounds. So, yeah. uh we can get three episodes. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm in. All right, there we go. So a mental st- feud. So just like Paul stole your answers uh, for Oliver's trivia, we've stolen his show and his surveys, and we're going to uh, create a game show on it. This is great. This has been a good show, guys. Yeah. We can use that URL that uh, he uh, he tried to get away from you as well. That'll, that'll set it all up. Sorry. Yeah, you know what? This is all working out great. This is a, a great appearance by Paul Gilmartin today. <laughs> we're all winners. You know, I am actually very hopeful for the day that they ask us to do an episode of Family Feud. Like the Karen. celebrity family feud. They had Disney moms on for crying out loud. They could have us. That would be amazing. Garen, you can, you, you can go to bed at night knowing that that's never going to happen. Never I'm going to hold on to that hope. cross that off yeah. your uh, <laughs> But, but that being said, who, who would, who would, because there's five for family feud, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's our fifth? Danielle? Danielle. I would bring Danielle yeah. Koenig. Mm-hmm. Or Oliver or Griffin Oliver. Carter. Why I would bring Oliver Griffin. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I think that'd be really Because cool. God forbid a woman get a job on television. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She's out. She's out. <laughs> the way she threatens to leave me every single time I bring up another tattoo, she uh, she's out on this. Yeah. She's also right about the tattoo, by the way. What if she went with you? Well, you guys what? both got one. You guys both got one. She doesn't want one. She went with me to get the first one, and she's never felt like a bigger piece of white trash than breastfeeding <laughs> a baby in a car while I got a tattoo. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um... <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought when I got my first tattoo, I don't know why I thought it would be you walk in and a half hour later you walk out with a tattoo. I don't know why I didn't understand that it takes hours to do. And I just didn't understand it. But mm. now refresh my memory. Your tattoo says bad decision. Uh, that's I uh, got bad on one arm and decision on the other. Yeah. So you have to you have to see me at the beach in order to understand why I have it. Yeah. If you just see me one arm, you think I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. Or and decision. You still, go to, you still go to Muscle Beach, right? When you got ink like I do, yes, you want to show it off. Of course. <laughs> do you sometimes look back on the days of getting sand kicked in your face and think now I'm the strongest guy on the beach? Uh, Paul, <laughs> I, I very luckily subscribed to something in the back of Grit Magazine once that she, I was able to get the courage and the strength yeah. to, uh, to fight back. And do you owe that to Charles Atlas? I don't uh, owe a lot of things to Charles Atlas except this one thing, yes. And did he shrug? <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. I like it. 
I could not. Oh, the great Ayn Rand. The great Ayn Rand, which every high school kid that reads it thinks they're uh, fucking smarter than anybody else. Uh, and then, and then some of them become 20. senators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah. All of them uh, become assholes. Oh, insufferable. Although I did like the Fountainhead, but, uh, you know, I think maybe, the, again, I think maybe that was because I thought I was... Uh, uh, getting one over on people i uh, enjoy the fountainhead when i don't want to go on santa monica or <laughs> sunset sure wow. that's a local road reference from paul gilmartin yeah. time lights uh, time lights no all right Mm-mm. is that just making up for my enjoying the earlier icings is that why this is so long How to do it. That was a yeah, joke. at this point. I don't get it. Check out the walls and remember who the boss is. Iced by Jimmy. You're getting iced by Jimmy. Too cold. Iced by Jimmy. Still doing his fucking mime, though. I know. He can't fucking help himself. Dancing. You're not Are supposed you? to enjoy this. You're not dancing. You're getting iced. You're supposed to be humble and look at your fucking shoe tops. As, as, as has been established in the past, it is an enjoyable song, and it's hard not to. It's uh, a great song. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, all right. Paul Gilmartin's been our guest. We're through. What, Garen? I'm trying to fucking end oh, the show. I know. That's why I was just going to say the shoe tops are a great doo-wop band. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. Glad to go back to it. End this. <laughs> I tried. I could have saved you. I could have saved you from that. You just could have saved me. <laughs> I enjoyed it, Garen. I think it was a great joke. I actually Thank don't. I, 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 did, I, I, I agree. I thought it was a great joke, too. If it uh, wasn't stepping on closing the show, I would have uh, laughed I, at it as opposed to pretending to be angry at it. <laughs> uh, all right. Listen, Paul Gilmartin's been our guest. Listen to his podcast, The Ment- Mental Illness Happy Hour. It's terrific. Paul's terrific. Honored that he's my friend. Proud that he's my buddy. Uh, and thrilled that he took time out of his day to join us here today, um, other than spitting in other hockey players' faces during a <laughs> pandemic. Uh, Paul, thanks for being here. Love it, guys, as always. Uh, don't run away. We'll say goodbye to you off the air. On behalf, uh, is, there, wait, is there any business I need to tell? I think we're covered, right? Uh, we're anything good. else? All right. Yeah. You guys know the drill. Listen, put your mask on and quit fucking around. On behalf. Uh, the Pop Culture Beast, that's Garen Cockrell. In Palms, California, that's the Lazy Skeptic, Ellie Hopeberg. Holding down the fort at Never Funny Headquarters, that is Matt Belknap. And our great friend, also in Sherman Oaks, that is my buddy, Paul Gilmartin. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.